All right, hey, what's going on, everybody? Fantage BM here. Uh, welcome back to episode two of the Fun of Halo podcast. Once again, hosted by myself, Matt, or Fantage BM on the internet, and Nate, Bad Twin. Um, today, we're going to be going over just our general thoughts on the brand new Halo Paramount Plus series uh, trailer that they dropped, and also the Halo 2 game, the second installment into the Halo franchise. But for those of you curious that might just have stumbled across us from this podcast, which I highly doubt, but it's possible. Uh, you can find me on all socials at FuntageRBM, and you can find Nate where? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, mostly doing car shit. Haven't posted in a while, but that's where I am on for social media. Sweet. So, first things first, let's uh, get this Halo Paramount Plus series out of the way. Um, <laughs> do you, do you want to carry your thoughts first or me? Uh, no, I think it should be you. Uh, I'm hoping yours is more positive than mine. So I am remaining positive only because the fact that it is confirmed that it's going to be not the set story of the video games that we know. It's going to be a whole nother kind of storyline that we don't really know, kind of just branching off into essentially another multiverse in a way. Um, so I'm kind of remaining optimistic in that way, but I mean, Chief's, Chief's voice is just kind of what throws me off the most. It's just not Chief, you know? Uh, that's like my main point is because it's, it's just not the Chief's voice that I know and love. Um, but also a lot of people are freaking out that Cortana isn't blue, I guess, <laughs> which is such a weird complaint. But uh, I, I mean, I, I think it looks decent so far. Uh, I don't want to lose hope too quickly because we, I mean, it's coming out and what march or something late march so yeah i don't want to lose optimism too early but i mean it's really 50 50 on whether it could be good or bad uh again it's kind of following a whole nother storyline so i don't really know what that entails but yeah so based off that the other storyline i didn't know that so that gives me a little more hope um i just been re-watching the trailer and over and over again just trying to think of what are they going to do with it? And then there's little things that keep happening in the trailer. Like, God, why are they doing it that way? But I'm hoping it goes well. If it's like a multiverse thing, okay, I can deal with that. I'm going to watch it. Let's make that clear. I will watch the show. It's Halo. So I have to watch it. It's just based off the trailers, I'm not super thrilled. Like how, I don't know, Chief finds a Forerunner artifact and it gives them insight into Halo, so they're going to go and look for Halo. And the last phrase, the thing that makes me the most angry, is find Halo, win the war. And to me, like, I start with Halo 1, and then, like, Reach goes into that, but, like, they didn't find Halo. They stumbled upon it. It was an accident, never meant to right. happen. So now they're going to take this whole story about Chief, a character we love, and they're just going to say, oh, they're going to go find Halo, and this, that's how they're going to do it. And I just, I don't know. It was, it was, it's pretty much all there, and I get, like, you can't just make a movie or a TV show about the games because most people, your audience already played it, but I don't know. They're taking our characters, and they're going to morph <laughs> them and change them and tweak it the way they want to, and I just hope it's not, like a guy that said oh this would be cool got some basic 
screenplay notes of what Halo was. I'm like, yeah, I can work with that. And never played the games or have no idea what the lore is. That's <laughs> just really going to bother me. Basically just being written by a fucking, like, game journalist. Like, you know how when a new game comes out and all of the, like, IGNs or, like, game journalists from them, like, start playing the game and it's just the most horrible gameplay you've ever seen. And you're like, yes, <laughs> you should put the controller back down, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I just don't want it to be some like art piece and i'm stealing our characters and our lore i'm like yeah fuck it we'll do it the way we want to i'm like god you just ruined it up for everyone else yeah see that's that's another big thing because if it's really not good it's just gonna backfire so hard in a way it's gonna be good for them because again it could be like what you're saying it's like this is a very popular topic right now and everybody wants to see another chief or halo movie or a tv series in general so everybody's kind of looking forward to it and paramount plus is a relatively new streaming service that doesn't necessarily have big titles necessarily i mean there's some good shows on there but i don't really necessarily go watch stuff on paramount plus it's usually disney plus netflix stuff like that so i mean HBO. it's gonna have i'm sorry yeah Just do that, that as well HBO's where it's at. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it doesn't really have much going for it in my opinion so yeah. this is kind of like hey this is a popular topic and let's capitalize on it. It could definitely be something like that. I really hope it's not. I hope it is somebody that actually knows what the fuck's going on in Halo for at least a, a grasp on the idea of Halo. Yeah, just 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 an idea yeah. of like, okay, this is how it kind of works. Not that's pretty. Let's let's <laughs> run with that. Let's... But I will say like the armor looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um the elites don't like you can still see it's CGI and everything, but they don't look like bad yeah i can it's it's watchable so i'm i i'm hoping it's really good but i just personally i don't want to get my hopes up super high and just look at him like what the fuck you know? right so like <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this dumpster yeah. fire so i'm gonna i'm gonna try keep a a level head on it i like i said i already have a few issues but i want to try to keep a level head I'm going to get Paramount Plus just to watch the the show and to see how it is. And most likely throughout the uh, weeks that going through, me and, might have, me and Matt might have some conversations and talk about it a little bit. But um, I, am, I am curious to see what they're going to do with it. So Yeah, I'm, I'm super curious. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's probably going to be a shorter episode, just a heads up for everybody. Because uh, legit, the only topics we have is that Halo, the Halo Paramount Plus series came out like at the Super or the Championship mm -hmm. Games. So it was like two days ago, a couple days ago. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty fresh. So besides that, we didn't really have anything else besides the Halo 2 storyline and backstory of that game. So, I mean, it's it was going to be a shorter episode in general, but uh, I mean, at least we got another topic to add on to. So, again, if anybody is curious or has any questions about anything that we go over or you might not understand exactly what we were talking about or anything like that or you have no idea what halo is and you just want to understand a little bit more feel free to you know message us on our socials uh comment on the apple podcast wherever you can comment uh and feel free to just ask us questions so we can recap and go over whatever questions you may have at the beginning of the next episode so Feel free to do that, but uh, I think it's uh, pretty much time to go into Halo 2. All right, so going to Halo 2, uh, just start us out with that, is in the beginning of the game, it started out uh, as a, like a trial 
pretty much on high charity for the covenant um so what the covenant is if anyone played halo one you know what the covenant is it's the alien race that you were fighting before um not including the flood that's completely different but it's just a whole i don't know um combination of races and aliens that make up this more religious focused um militarian group of aliens but pretty much there's a trial going on uh, against an elite called fel vadim he is an elite uh that was supposed to protect halo like the first installation that we were on in the first game his whole job was to protect it and if you played the first game or you listened to the podcast uh you weeks know how ago, that went <laughs> he did not do a good job he he let that thing blow up so going on from that he's like I said, in a trial with the prophets. The prophets are pretty much the leaders of the covenant. There is mercy, regret, and truth. Uh, we mentioned those guys as well in the first episode. So I'm just going to kind of skim right over them. Pretty much they're saying, yo, you didn't do your job. What are we going to do with you? Uh, and he tried to say that the flood is the issue why he lost, which, to be fair, add a lot of complications to the entire game of Halo is the flood. So can't blame everything on him, but they needed a scapegoat. So they pretty much branded him, um, actually branded him with the, with a mark showing like shame, everything like that, because like nobody wants to be associated with him anymore because he's pretty much like the lowest of the low in the covenant, definitely in like the military ranking systems because he did mess up and he didn't protect Halo. Um, from that point, it go- switches to the human side of the story and goes over to like Chief and Keys. Um, that one is Miranda Keys, she's the daughter of the Keys that we mentioned into the uh first podcast with the first game as well. All right, it's his daughter, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's his daughter who is accepting a reward for his valor. Chief is there and Johnson also getting uh, rewards for their efforts on Halo. During the reward ceremony, award ceremony, there we go, the Covenant attack, they um, attack the space center they're on and Earth. So pretty much through the entire beginning of the game where you get a gun and you're going to start, you know, fighting is that first part of the game is your chief and you can go through the space center uh, killing the covenant and i will say in that first level for halo 2 is one of the best memories i've ever had with halo game because you walk down some stairs and sit in front of you most people me and as adult now are definitely going with the br it's more accurate it's a oh, better yeah. gun but i don't know something about just for the first time dual wielding some smgs <laughs> felt like the biggest badass uh, of all time yes <laughs> oh that was such a beaut yeah, I did. I was such a kid. I didn't like look into new stuff coming out, so I didn't know it was gonna be a thing. And when I picked up those SMGs for the first time, <laughs> just it oh. was a game changer. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was changed my world. Um, so we're gonna keep going. So, pretty much, you go through the space center. You defended it. You pretty you go through like space. It's it's honestly a very very fun level. Uh. The best part of that level is the end. It's not super hard or anything, but there's a cutscene 
But then when Chief is asking permission to get off the space station. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, Matt, would you like to finish that part? Because I would assume you remember it, right? This is, the, this is the part where he's asking for permission. Or fuck. Oh. He, he asked permission to get off the space station. Yep. And key, uh, not keys. Uh, what was his name? I'm blanking hard on that one. <laughs> his higher up, okay, the guy in charge, asked him why. Answer is to, oh, give, yeah, the to give the covenant back, back their bomb. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I couldn't remember if that was two or if it was like three or four. I couldn't remember. I was nope, like, that, uh, fuck. That's, that's two. And goes out, takes the bomb. It's like a big spike. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't he just ride oval. it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. rides it on into the fucking sunset, basically. Pretty Yay. much opens up the uh, the gates to space. And the vacuum of space is so strong, it sucks. The bomb out, he grabs it and rides it through space with a momentum. Goes towards a Covenant ship. Goes towards it, kicks off, and lets the bomb detonate on the ship and destroys the ship. Then floats onto uh, a pelican to go towards Earth. The best, uh, one of my favorite quotes, Johnson. Oh yeah, 100%. For a rock, he flew pretty good. Like, <laughs> even though I was completely blanked on which game it was, it is one of the most memorable lines of Halo. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. Oh, that. See that. I'm not gonna lie. For Halo Two, the first few levels are the ones I played the most. Oh. Yeah. I was like, just like, okay, I already beat the game once or twice before. I'm good. I'm gonna play these ones again. And I'm gonna play them again and again <laughs> and again. Because to me, that was the best part of the game. So once they got onto the Pelican, they went down to the city of New Mombasa in Africa. Uh, they went there is because one of the prophets were there, and they started like looking around the city. And so pretty much through the game, you're fighting your way through New Mombasa to try to pr- not really protect humans. There's not a lot of humans there, but like repel the Covenant off of Earth. Um, and at the, the end of the level, you defeat the Scarab. And once again, seeing that piece of like machinery for the first time changed. Like <laughs> in the first Halo, you fought Banshees and Wraiths, which was which, which crazy. But fighting a Scarab where it was a huge machine that was just blowing everything up and it's walking through the city. And then nuts. at some point, you just jump on top of it and you kill everyone on, <laughs> on board and you can destroy the center part, which will take it all down and that defeats the level. I loved it. So good. It was so satisfying. It was super satisfying. Because it felt like you just defeated a monster. (laughs) Halo 2 was just one of the most satisfying campaigns ever. It it really is. Every level makes you feel like, hell yeah, that that was good. And if you do it on Legendary, you're a god because those sniper jackals will just fuck your day up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sniper jackals. I don't even want to get started on those. It's just headshots. You have no chance. Just I'm a Halo aimbots. F- yeah, I, I love Halo. Favorite game of all time. I've played countless hours in it. I will not touch Halo 2 Legendary because of it. I've tried. <laughs> I've gotten too mad. I don't... I don't hate myself enough for that game, <laughs> so I just, mm, no. <laughs> just no. No. And if you've done it and you've beaten all of it, congrats. To you. I am, 
very happy for you, but I I don't have the commitment for that. Yeah, That's no. just too much. <clears throat> All right. So after being the scarab, then it jumps back into more of the covenant aspect of the game. And that's where you kind of meet the arbiter. So the person, the, the elite that we were talking about before, Thalvadim, he becomes the arbiter um, mm. because the prophets were like, we can kind of see it's not completely your fault. So we'll give you a chance to redeem yourself, which is a kind of a a good and bad thing if you kind of look at it because the arbiter himself is a suicide mission in lore there's other arbiters that came before fell um and each one pretty much holds the mantle until you die so like i think there's like three or four of them um not gonna lie, the Arbiter lore guys goes into way more in depth into like the Covenant. I'm trying to keep it more on the storyline of Halo 2. They don't talk about it much, but I think there's like three or four other Arbiters that go past generations. It's always an elite, and it was pretty much started as the best, the best elite, um, to as like their best warriors, and that's what became the Arbiter first. But through the generations of the Covenant, it became more of a, a suicide mission, as in like. This is your last stop before you die anyway. So go and take some people out with you. So it's kind of a good and bad thing. They said he can redeem himself, but at the same time, they knew damn well they were sending him to his death. That was the whole point of it, just to get rid of him, but in an honorable way, people would say, I guess. Uh, but the first level you really get with the Arbiter is you start going towards uh, another space station on a different planet to hunt down heretics. These are people of the covenant people aliens of the covenant that would go against the great journey the great journey is the big like religious viewpoint for the covenant so they're going against the great journey saying how the prophets are liars halo um is not what they say it is it's not going to give them go send them towards like heaven or bring them to godhood or anything like that it's a alien weapon uh yada 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 because they're being told this by 343 Guilty Spark. That was the same um, Guilty Spark from the first game that pretty much helped you through the game until you realized that you were not going to light Halo or ignite Halo, where um, then he sent the Sentinels after you, so you're just kind of being a dick about it. But just an he lived... Dick. Yeah, <laughs> he lived through it. Damn. Unfortunate. Um, and then he started talking to these covenant and they became heretics because they believed the spark over the actual religion of the covenant covenant heard about this because there's like skirmishes they sent the arbiter to go and get rid of them you know in that fashion just because if they can't talk about it anymore problem solved bye-bye so <clears throat> arbiter did his job pretty much killed all the heretics but during that um there is a brute, it's another alien race inside the Covenant called Tartarus, and he was able to capture 343 Guilty Spark and take him back to High Charity. High Charity was the place where that trial was, like I was mentioning before. Uh, don't know if I mentioned it before, though. It's pretty much their moving capital city. High Charity is a massive, massive ship, city, docks. Um, I think... 
I think billions of different species, not species, but billions of life forms on that ship because it's pretty much the covenant homeworld that can move. And it's their, yeah, yeah, it's like their military base. It's a whole city. It has civilians. It's nuts. It's massive. Fucking gnarly, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But so he takes three for three guilty spark. Well, Tartars takes three for three guilty spark back onto high charity to talk to the prophets. And that's the last we see of the Arbiter or the Covenant part aside. Um, then we go back to Chief. Chief gets from New Mombasa, they followed the Prophet through slip space because they got they pushed him so far back, he decided to run. Um, Chief and Keys and Johnson followed them there. Well, followed them through slip space, and they end up at installation five. It is another Halo ring. And pretty much Chief was like not this shit again. Why is there another Halo <laughs> Nah, <ring>? dude. <laughs> so, Keys sends Chief down to Installation 5 to go and attack and kill um, one of the Prophets. While Keys and Johnson are going to go for the Index. Once again, the Index we mentioned before, it is the thing that actually starts Halo, and only the Reclaimers can really function with it. Reclaimers are humans. And that's a whole nother lore thing I might get into a little more deeper as we carry on to try to explain it. But we're just going to keep moving on with the story. <clears throat> so when Chief goes down there, he pretty much fights his entire um, way through the Covenant to get to the Prophet of Regret. And just pretty much murked his ass. That entire <laughs> level, like going through um, Halo and jumping between the different... Uh, it's yeah. like moving pillars and shit. Uh, you get to drive a, a scorpion tank, which always feels nice. Yes. Uh, so it's it's a lot more interactive game, but it reminds me a lot of like the first one. If you remember the last podcast, I blanked hard on a lot of the first storyline just because it's like, go here, kill that thing. Go here, kill that <laughs> thing. And that's that's kind of what the second part is like on the second one. It's just they keep doing new points, but it's not really huge for the plot. It just keeps the levels going. So I was able to um, get through the game and you go and kill the Prophet Regret. And then it keeps moving on because like Halo, I love the game, but the I've, I'm trying to replay them a little bit, go do some research and everything. And there's there's some space that they definitely stretch out for the game. And it's great for the story and they give you a lot of playability with it, but there is some like, just go over there and kill that thing. Just go over <laughs> there and kill that thing. So I do apologize if I'm just speed running through this. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, there's really no other way to describe it. It's just like, yep, you go kill yeah. that thing. And with Halo 2, since you've already played Halo 1, you saw the Halo and so you kind of, you got used to it. You got accustomed to seeing the ring and then the the beautiful sights. Like, don't get me wrong though, it's still gorgeous to look at. Oh yeah, definitely with the new um, they redid it. It's the upgraded graphics and everything like that. Um, and all the cutscenes, the gameplay is Dude, just the cutscenes were freaking phenomenal. But even the gameplay was just like so groundbreaking at the time. It was crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. That dual wielding, I'm I'm going back to that. That was <laughs> it was one of the best things ever. I, I quickly fell in love. 
I remember just being a young lad and just getting pissed when I run out of <laughs> ammo on the SMGs. Like, I don't want nothing else, just the SMGs. 100%. Then I got SMG older speed run. and I was like, okay, the BR is the best gun, but like, <laughs> still want that SMG. Um, so keep, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep moving on. After Chief kills Regret, he's pretty much running uh, out of the complex that you're in. And he runs and jumps off the edge into a lake because the Covenant is now bombing slash glassing the area that he's in. That's my favorite part. Because Regret is killed. And the thing is, he f- goes unconscious and then you see him in the water floating to the bottom and see a tentacle wrap around him and pull him down. And that would be... When you're playing, you kind of look at it, and you kind of know what, you, what you're looking at. It's not like an octopus or anything like that. It's, it's a flood tentacle. I'm going to leave it at that. We'll get back to that in a moment, because after that cutscene, it jumps back to the Covenant. So on High Charity now, there's a huge political void because Regret just got killed, right? So they're blaming the elites of they're not protecting the prophets. They couldn't protect Halo. They're not doing their job because the humans are winning. So now the uh, brutes are becoming more powerful, as in like, oh, we're stronger. We can handle this more. Get rid of the elites because they can't do their job. They're fucking bitch made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate brutes so oh, yeah. much. Brutes are the bane of my existence. <laughs> I mean, nowhere near the freaking sniping jackals, but that's just a whole nother breed of character we don't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're the worst. <laughs> they really are. Like, I, just I need avoid a, a, fire. Whole, a whole legendary game <laughs> to avoid those things, so... <clears throat> so the Brutes pretty much take over um, underneath the Prophets. They are now the High Guard. And so... During that happening, the Arbiter is also sent to reclaim the Index because he's still on the side of the um, Covenant, the High Council, everything like that, to go get the Index because they want to launch Halo to start the Great Journey. But when he goes down there, he ends up finding Miranda Keys and Johnson, who already got the Index, and they started kind of like a... A small fight, but the Arbiter is way stronger than both of them. So by the end of him being able to defeat them, Tartarus comes down and pretty much says, yo, did you not hear? Brutes now run this shit. Elites are out, and we were sent down here to kill all the elites. So Tartarus pretty much throws the Arbiter down like a pit (laughs) and thinking that the deal's done. The Brutes now have Keys and Johnson. They have the Index. They're going back to High Charity, and the Arbiter's dead. Right? Wrong. I'm not say anything, right? Yeah, wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Arbiter's not dead. Like he gets fucking, taken it's by like that TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, Lola's gone. <laughs> Wrong. Lola's right here, you fucking Brussels sprout. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. I love this part so much. So while they're tentacle grabbed arbiter, tentacle grabbed chief. Now they're all underneath Halo in itself, like, like Hollow Earth here. You're in a cave. 
but it's it's everywhere through Halo. The the flood of infested uh, Halo and is able to maneuver and go through like underneath it. It's it's weird shit. But pretty much they start talking to the main flood. This flood is called the Grave Mine. What the Grave Mine is is a central intelligence for all of the flood so all the little spores and all the little uh, human like zombie looking ones and the elite ones and the brute ones the it's just all of them are getting controlled by one mind so they all work together as a team to um, consume as much as they can to grow and then they get more biomass and they give it to the grave mine and the, the grave mine just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that's why you can't stop the flood and that's why in the first place halo was created to destroy the food source the flood can't eat but they start talking to them and pretty much the flood there is another uh oracle or spark that is talking to them i don't remember the exact number uh, but he starts telling them that these are the functions of halo that the arbiter's whole life has been a lie because the Covenant has lied to him. The heretics were right because Halo was a weapon to destroy all sentient life. And there's nothing you can change that. There's nothing you can do about that other than that the Covenant lied to gain power. And that's where it stands. And they pretty much said Chief and the Arbor have to work together to stop the firing of Halo. Because if they don't, everything's getting wiped out. And honestly, that scene is a great great scene 100 percent. i fucking love that part <laughs> yeah it's I, I can't even like really explain it i got i got i legit like if this was video form i legit have chills right now <laughs> yeah that's good that's good <clears throat> but it's for all the guys who've played it i do recommend just like maybe looking up the cutscene or playing it again halo 2 is honestly amazing and just for that one part and where you learn you really learn what the Halo is, and Arbiter's life is completely changed. It's it's huge. It's a huge moment in Halo. As much as I love just Chief's, you know, one-man army kind of mission, like just fucking being himself, I just absolutely love the storyline of Arbiter and Chief. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And I think it's, it's because of Halo 2 is why we actually got personalities on a lot right. of these characters because if you look at johnson you just look at him in the first game he's just a kind of your basic oorah marine just higher up than the regular marines right but in this one he's more witty and snappy same thing with chief you, not only do you see him as like the one-man army but you actually see him as a badass taking out a scarab and doing all this other shit because he can, you know, go <laughs> kill a prophet. Why? Because he can. He just did it Same by himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arbiter, you don't know anything about the elites. Nothing. You don't know anything really about the Covenant other than that's a religious relic for Halo. And that's pretty much it. That's all you get for Halo 1. Halo 2 is this whole society and group of aliens and the way they actually function. And there's always civil wars between the different species because they don't like each other. And you just get a lot more lore and backstory of everything. And that's just in the video game. Right. If you can look into a lot more lore into that stuff, like there's whole lore on high charity and how it was built 
um, why it was built, and that a forerunner um, dreadnought is the one pretty much running the whole ship. It's there's just a lot, a lot of shit to it. But Halo Two gave us that. Um, it was beautiful. It really was. <laughs> it was so beautiful. And I, I I remember playing Halo Two growing up a lot more than Halo One. Oh yeah. So because like. It, Halo, like you said, Halo One was essentially like, like, Chiefs, like just go out and kill, and it was, it was kind of the same way, like you said in Halo Two, but it was like go out and kill, and then, but at least in Halo Two, we at least found out why a little bit more we're trying mm-hmm. to kill them and stuff. So I mean, it, it was it's so good. Yeah, it gave us a reason. Gave us a reason to fight. It was beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. So after they talk to the Gravemine, Chief gets sent to High Charity to pretty much go take out the other prophets. Because if you take out the prophets, pretty much the Covenant will fall, right? They no one can activate Halo. Um, the leadership is gone. There's already a big like civil war type of thing between the elites and brutes. So the the Covenant is definitely weakened at this stage. So he gets sent to High Charity to go and take out the other prophets. And then while going through high charity and, you know, pretty much destroying everything in high charity and meeting brutes for one of the first times of being like their rage mode and that shit really pissed me off. But getting through all that, you um, you see Prophet Mercy getting consumed by the flood because you learn during that level that the whole reason why the... Gravemind sent you there is a distraction. If all the defenses were facing you, there were no defenses fighting the flood, and the flood were able to get onto high charity and pretty much infect the entire city. <clears throat> and they don't really explain that in the game a whole lot. That's more like foreshadowed of like, yeah, high charity itself is a massive city, so everything in there is now a flood. I hate the flood. I hate the flood. Definitely don't <laughs> want to go back to high charity after that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but during the high charity, pretty much at the end of the level, you see Mercy get consumed, pretty much. And you look at the Dreadnought saying, hey, they can still light Halo. We got to get down there. We got we to gotta stop it. And Cortana pretty much says, get on that ship. We'll launch you. It's a forerunner juggernaut ship pretty much run in high charity, but get on that ship. I'll send you out there and we'll start sending you to the fight. He's like, yeah, you coming with. She's like, nope, I'm not. If we can't stop Halo, then I'm going to ignite the engines. Um, kind of what they did in Halo one. There is a frigate ship. I think it was a frigate ship. It was a cruiser that was on high charity so she can get in there ignite the engines blow up high charity and that in itself would uh blow up halo kind of what they did in halo one to stop the uh firing mechanism so that's kind of the plan and at that point in time you hear one of the best quotes of halo is don't make her girl a promise you can't keep because he says he's coming back for and that leads all the way into halo 3 with Chief. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in the next episode for Halo 3. So after you beat High Charity with Chief, sadly, his story ends kind of right there. 
you jump over to the Arbiter story where you fight through a lot of the Halo. You fight through Covenant with a very shaky alliance of humans. Because humans are like, I still don't trust you because you, you, we've been fighting for the past few years. And the Arbiter's like, yeah, but I finally see what you guys were saying. My bad. Let's go <laughs> and stop me. this. <laughs> we don't want everyone to die. Just some people to die. So they go and fight their way through Halo, and they get into um, pretty much the control room for Halo, where Tartarus is already there with keys, and he forces her to start the fire mechanism of Halo. And only she can, only humans can, because we are the reclaimers in the Halo world. The reclaimers are, there's something in our DNA and everything that allows us to be close enough to the forerunners so we can actually work forerunner technology without really like a handbook or a jump start. Um, we'll get to that. That's a huge in-depth thing about the past, about old humans compared to the new humans and seed seeding because the halo was already launched once. Um, but that usually that a lot of that stuff comes back around Halo 4. So I'll jump into that stuff around Halo 4. But pretty much you got to know humans are the only ones that can really light up Halo. So Tartar starts that and you fight your way through brutes until the final boss fight. If you say it's a boss fight, kind of a boss fight. Kind of boss and fight. You, yeah. And you defeat it. You defeat Tartarus. As a kid, I always called him Mohawk. It was easy to remember because he just had a Mohawk all the time. <laughs> Sounds about right. But he, yeah, yeah. As a kid, you always find the nicknames because, like, I don't, I'm not going to remember the name Tartarus. What the hell is that? The fucking tartar sauce, <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you, they finish that. Um, and then another cutscene happens where Keys goes and takes the index out of the machine so with that ending the start and stop cycle of halo it sent out a failsafe signal to all of the other halos and pretty much what it did is it primed all the halos so now all the halos are ready to go and can fire at any moment from the arc what the arc is is pretty much a another complex where it could talk to multiple halos at one time, also built by the Forerunners, more like a Forge world, but not necessarily. Um, once again, I'll jump a lot more into the arc in Halo 3, because that's where a lot of that lore comes from. But the main thing is at the end of Halo 2, is they say that all the halos are primed, and the arc is now activated. So pretty much you're going to have to go to the arc, and make sure no one turns it on, because if they do, the whole galaxy's done. And there's nothing you can do about it other than go to the Ark. And that's pretty much where Halo 2 ends, um, until you see Chief on the Dreadnought going towards Earth, and they ask him what he's doing. And he's another like, legendary line! <laughs> I'm gonna finish the fight. Let's go! Oh, so good! <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, that's a good one finishing this fight yeah uh, just instant chills right there 
But yeah, sorry, it's a it's a it's a short one, guys. But that's the pretty much the story of Halo Two. It's pretty straightforward, and they they did expand a lot more of the universe with a lot more of the Covenant in there. It's just the game itself was still very linear. Um, so if you have any questions or anything like that, let us know. We'll definitely talk about it more. Um, but yeah, that's that's the main stuff. I mean, there is one more thing we can talk about since it's kind of Halo related. What's that? So, uh, spoiler warning for those of you who may be watching uh, Book of Boba, uh, Book of Boba Fett on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the most recent episode... <laughs> Oh, I was triggered. <laughs> so, again, spoiler warning. If uh, if you are not up to date with the Book of Boba, what was it, Episode 5? Episode 5. So, Episode 5, if you have not watched Book of Boba Episode 5, uh, you might want to click out of here and uh, not listen to the rest of this until you watch the rest of it. Uh, but basically, in the Book of Boba, it's not even really Boba, it's just Mando. It's literally just Mando, and we get to see the dark a- or dark saber in action. But the the whole point I'm bringing this up is because after Mando collects his bounty, he goes back and tries to find where the armorer is from the original Mandalorian series, and it kind of zooms out, and it's literally just the Halo ring. <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge city. But I saw that. I'm like that. That should be copyrighted. That that's illegal. Because <laughs> that it's all the same. <laughs> it is fucking a picture perfect like uh, Halo ring. And it's I was <laughs> so mad. Great episode. I loved the episode. But I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck? How you can't dare do that. you. <laughs> <laughs> just because you guys are also in space, that doesn't mean you can just go making Halo rings around here. Yeah, it's just not fair. You can't steal that. It's like copying someone's homework and saying you're going to change it a little bit so you don't get in trouble, and you copy it, copy it word for word. I'm like, you can't. Now you're both in trouble. Thanks was, a lot. Like, I've seen so many memes like that meme template. Like, hey, can I copy your homework? Mm, yeah, just don't yeah. make it too obvious. And then it's just, <laughs> just there. It's just, yeah. I just figured we could have th- threw that on at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was just, it was... I was triggered on that. Actually, I got oh, I got one more thing I got to say. Oh. Uh, it's a little bit of a story. It is Halo-related. Uh, this is going out to my friend Nathaniel, who I, I do work with at my other job. He is a gentleman that listened to our first podcast. Me, I asked him to. He is not a Halo fan at all. He never played it. He didn't grow up with it. But because of the podcast, he now has purchased Halo and has started the first one. He's going through the entire Master Chief collection. Um, and I just wanted to say that is one of my favorite things that I feel happy about, definitely with doing these podcasts with my my buddy Matt here, is we. I got to show one of my other friends something that I really, really liked and he didn't know anything about, and now he's trying it out because it it did strike a chord with him a little bit and he wanted to know what we were talking about and he wanted to know the nostalgia somewhat of what you guys would feel hearing this podcast. Cause he knew when we were describing it of like, Oh, people definitely relate to that. He wanted on that, wanted in on that. So he did buy halo. He is playing it. Um, but yeah, it's just those little things that this podcast is doing that I do like and enjoy. 
So Matt, thank you for inviting me to do this project with you. And I'm very excited to keep moving this forward. Oh yeah, and I, I know uh, it might not have been uh, your other buddy that you were just talking about, but I know you said that somebody was already asking, like, what are we going to do after this this podcast series ends? Yeah, yep, I've had a few questions about that too. And to answer that, uh, I think for both of us, we really don't fucking know. <laughs> but, I mean, if you guys <laughs> if you guys truly enjoy, like, I mean, I've seen the nice reviews, I've seen and heard uh, all sorts of nice things, but uh, if you guys truly do enjoy myself and Nate doing random shit and just talking about things, maybe another podcast down the line or maybe we'll start a random game series or something i don't know but uh we do appreciate all of the kind feedback and just hearing the stories of like what this meant to you and it's just so heartwarming to bring that to everybody it's super nice it really is so i thank everyone to both i thank everyone um, to listen to this pro- uh, podcast and enjoy it and definitely give us feedback let us know what we're doing good let us know what we're doing bad ask questions we are here to answer them and we can all figure out the halo lore together and before y'all com- comment on it yes we both say um a lot don't worry about it all right no, we, know, we know we know we <laughs> know it's a habit i can't break it okay <laughs> but i do want to take this time and uh the couple reviews that we do have at least on the apple podcast page i do want to at least read them and uh just kind of you know get them out there and you know just show you guys that we are reading them and i mean if you are a part of my discord you guys know that i have been keeping up to date with them but just on the podcast so you guys know that we are actually keeping up to date with the reviews and all the things you're saying uh first one was on the like promo episode that i did where it was like just like a couple minutes long me introducing the podcast series and talking about what it was going to be all about and stuff uh mittens the kitty says halo rules with a five-star review thank you very much uh says matt's voice is silky smooth and flows like butter (laughs) hands down one of the weirdest but most complimentary messages i've ever received so i appreciate it nonetheless Um, you have a nice voice you do have a nice voice i I feel like it's really all in the microphone like this microphone makes me sound a lot better than like what i would in reality it's not much difference but it's just a little bit more bassy and like it it makes it a little bit more easier to listen to i guess i don't know okay okay it's working. It's working. It's I'm working. Say that. Uh, yeah. You guys want some uh, close-up ASMR? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second comment comes from the actual first episode that we did, where uh, myself and Nate went over Halo Combat Evolved, uh, the first episode. Uh, again, if you guys haven't listened to it, which you guys should have, if you have, if you're listening to this one, you guys should definitely go back because you're missing out on a lot. Uh, but. This one comes from that episode, and uh, the title is called Amazing! Exclamation point with uh, another five-star review from uh, R. Dizzle Fo Shizzle. And uh, the shizzle, or the the E on shizzle is a three, so I respect it. That's some OG Xbox shit right there. Um, it says, it was so nice to listen to you both and reminisce on all the good times I've had with friends and family. Great show. Can't wait for more. So, yeah. Uh, again, all of the comments, all of the feedback, everything has been very much appreciated. And both of us 
could realistically not do this without you guys and your feedback so uh if it wasn't for your feedback and kind words we probably would have just gave up after episode one but uh here we are episode two still going strong uh again it's kind of seeming like the schedule is going to go from every other tuesday so uh the last episode was two tuesdays ago and this one is obviously coming out today uh which is what is today is it february 1st february 1st february 1st we're into february um anyways so yeah, that's kind of seeming like a it's kind of seeming like a bi-weekly schedule for these. So again, if you guys are interested and want to stay up to date, feel free to follow the podcast, subscribe to whatever, you know, platform whatever it is on the platforms, I don't know. Uh Spotify, it's follow. Apple Podcasts, I think it's subscribe. I can't remember. But either way, feel free to, you know, just stay up to date with it. Feel free to drop some feedback in the comments. Feel free to send us direct messages on our socials again, mine are pretty much at Fantagery BM, F-U-N-T-A-G-E-R-Y-B-M. I know it's a mouthful, but, uh, you know, you guys can look at the the the, the, the author names and you'll see it there <laughs> at Fantagery BM on all socials and uh, pretty much at Bad Twin for Nate. So, uh, yeah. Any, yeah other, any other closing thoughts? Uh, pretty much hit me up at any time, guys. I will try to respond to you in the quickest fashion as I can. But I'm always looking forward to your feedback and questions. So, hell yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a wrap. All right, you guys have a good one. Peace out, everybody. Thank you once again for all the feedback. Thank you for listening, and uh, until next time, stay fun and peace. <laughs>